How to Create D&D Encounters, The Good and the Bad Hi everyone, All Things D&D is back with two stories about DMs. Having players waltz through your encounters that you thought would be challenging can be a bit frustrating. Having encounters that are literally impossible to beat unless the DM allows the players to win is even more frustrating. Listen to how these two different DMs handle encounters, and how their players react. This happened a number of years ago, but it sits rent-free in a few of our brains, and I figured I would share. We had a larger party than our usual four, so fights could get a little weird when someone could or couldn't make it. This meant the GM would try to prep as best as he could, for what seemed like a frequently expanding and shrinking team. I, Monk, and my partner Wizard were constants, as were our friends the Barbarian and the Melee Rogue. We also had another Archer Rogue, as well as a Cleric, but they were a little sketchy for attendance at times. This is very relevant. I was playing a specific archetype of Monk in Pathfinder called a Tatori, who specialize in grappling, including things of unusual size or physiology, but lose almost all the usual punch and kick stuff of monks. It's a class that does cause some contention in groups, but I picked it mostly to better learn the grappling rules without needing to constantly reference the grappling flowchart. So we were traveling through a destroyed city in some desert wastes. There were ghosts and other similar creatures around that we were mostly avoiding due to their ghastly numbers. Sneaking was working until a giant sand pit opened up, and after a bunch of checks to scramble and escape it was sucking us in, our gargantuan scorpion came rumbling out, and initiative was rolled. On this day, our rogue archer isn't with us. As per our party's usual tactics, if it's a single foe, I engage and grapple. I get to ignore a lot of size restrictions, as the party moves into position, such as flanking for a sneak attack and distance for the casters. The GM was expecting me to be unable to grapple it, but the wizard cast in large person, and soon, despite the GM's annoyance, the scorpion is rapidly being monk-handled. It kept trying to sting me, but between high AC, flurry of grapple, and my monk's immunity to poison, the party makes quick and brutal work of our monstrous vermin foe. High fives and cheers on some solid group work, good organization, and playing to our strengths. GM grumbled a bit, but we moved on. The next game we have the full party, as we're finally escaping the desiccated city, and a massive undead purple worm comes broiling out of the sand, and the GM proudly, to much group laughter, plops a loaf of bread onto the table. Cue our same strategy, but this time the GM says I cannot grapple it because it has no limbs. He also uses the in real life argument to say why my grappling doesn't work, and everyone calls him out on it as being a cheap ruling, when wizards can manifest fireballs, and druids can transform into plants. I was especially annoyed, as it was him making a random ruling just to nerf me to make the fight go how he wanted. GM concedes with annoyance, and this time with the archer present, our foe is squashed like the insect is in record time. The damage was absolutely nuts between the two rogues and barbarian, as I held it fast, and all of us were super hyped, and high on d6s and 20s. And buttered toast. We were feeling confident and excited, but weren't aware of the desert storm brewing. Next game, the cleric cancels last second, so we're down to 5 again. The GM hates running a game without a healer of some kind, but he had planned too hard to cancel for 2 weeks from then. He was expecting all six of us, but adults have lives outside of games, sadly. Reality is stupid and dumb and unfair. Anyways, an encounter should be hugely different for five meant for six, right? Still in the desert but away from the city, we get ambushed by the enemy we sought with well over a dozen archers. The wizard gets targeted hard and is terminated quickly, but not before she can get a flu spell off on our valiant archer. The melee rogue ducks off to who knows where for cover and to get a better vantage point, or at least that's what the coward argued, and our archer engages the flying enemy wizard with bow in hand. The barbarian and I charge the guards in front of the archers, and I acrobatics pass them into the archers. The barbarian goes on an axe murder spree while I tie up the one-string harp band as best as I can. 
I'm holding on as best I can, but the archers are rolling a rather enormous number of 20s, as that's what they need to hit me due to me being defensive. By the time I take out three, the barbarian has cleared out a dozen warriors and comes to help me. His damage reduction makes a joke out of their needle storm, so they keep focusing on me. Before the barbarian can clean up, the rogue is still skulking for the perfect spot. I go down, dying but not dead. A wizard falls from the sky as gracefully as a pincushioned corpse can, and two used magic devices by the melee rogue later, and the party is now all back on their feet. Still hurt, but with two of us theoretically now able to move much faster. Proud of our feet against all odds, we pat each other's backs, and compliment our ability to adapt when things go awry. I can't recall who said it, but someone then says, man that was tough, and certainly a change from that purple worm, huh? The GM explodes, specifically at me. He's like 55 at the time, and you'd think we just had a gender reveal party for his car, and we colored it with blue paint. I was preparing to call the ER to prep them for burst heart valves and brain splatter. Now, my partner and I have known the GM for like 10 plus years at this point. The melee rogue has known him since university in their mutual 20s. He sometimes took things personally as a player, but none of us had seen or expected this with him as GM. He accused me of ruining his game, mocking his encounters with my abilities, and making a twinked out character that might as well be cheating sometimes. I'm sure the church would have sanctioned him a second time for the language he used, as he was already an atheist. I suggested calling the game there, and democracy prevailed that day, and we all packed up to go home. He stormed to his room and we left in silence. Game was cancelled for like two months for him to calm down before he called me. I was worried I'd grappled my way out of a friendship. We did end up making up, not out, sorry shippers, over the phone call. He admitted to his outbursts not being cool of him, and his work being rough combined with feeling like the hard work and challenges he'd created were being minimized into a meme. I offered to either drop the character or rewrite it due to the conflict, but after a very heartfelt apology, he told me he'd just have to find other, more legitimate ways to screw me over. This is a really wholesome conclusion. I'm glad the DM was big enough to apologize, and the player willing to re-roll. The next story is basically the opposite. DM makes a ridiculously OP BBEG that was unbeatable by means available to us. Gave us the win via railroading. So when I say ridiculously overpowered, what do I mean by that? The BBEG was a Thanos ripoff who owned a gauntlet with stones set into it. Instead of 5 stones, BBEG had 9, and each stone gave the BBEG a boost to his strength, dex, and con. We wouldn't know exactly how much of a boost until after confronting him. Stay tuned, it's ridiculous. My character didn't want to fight the BBEG, so the DM decided that my character's little sister had been kidnapped by the BBEG. The BBEG had never seen my rogue, so I still don't know how he knew I existed, but that's what the DM did for three PCs in the party in order to force us to go there. We walked into the BBEG's throne room knowing that the gauntlet alone made him too strong for us. I felt like we were being railroaded into a TPK. To our major surprise, the main PC, DM treated him like the protagonist, managed to subdue the BBEG long enough for my rogue to pull off the gauntlet and start running. Please forgive my memory, as it's been several years, but if I recall correctly my character could run 120 feet, if he did nothing in his turn but run, so I was tasked with getting this gauntlet as far away as possible. This was our only way of conceivably winning this fight, and we were fully aware of this. So was the DM. So the DM brings in one of his recurring NPCs out of nowhere. As stated by the DM, characters are only allowed to teleport once per turn. However, DM has the NPC, who the DM knows can't catch my rogue just by running after him, move 30 feet, teleport 3 times, 30 feet each, to get in range, then rolls to attack. DM says strength save. I say this is bullshit. He allows a dex save. Doesn't matter, the NPC wins. The DM claimed I dropped the gauntlet, and by next turn the BBEG had it back on his arm. 
This felt so discouraging at the time, like the party's fighting was for nothing, and the fact that we succeeded at catching the BBEG off guard wasn't worth anything. Instead, the whole party was teleported into a pocket dimension, and that was the end of the session. After the session the DM told everyone over Discord, I totally screwed up that encounter last session. The gems do not have to be activated by hand or verbal command. And when in Celestial Drive it adds X to Strength, Dex, and Con. X being equal to half your player level rounded down. So with 9 gems, he could increase those stats by 90 and tear the group apart. This DM is an idiot. This means that if this level 20 character had only a 10 in each of those stats, then he would have had 100 in each while wearing the gauntlet. So when we get to the next session, we start in the pocket dimension. It's set up like a dungeon, and at the end of the dungeon we find a group of kidnapped NPCs, who are trapped in stones. This is where it gets into Undertale territory, because it's our job to convince these kidnapped NPCs to join our side, and fight against the BBEG much like you would in the flowy fight. This is the railroad solution to beating the BBEG. The DM says that we can do what we want in order to convince them to help us. Some already know the party, but most don't know us. DM tasked me with convincing one of them who didn't know us, and I made it clear that I was not interested in fighting him. I wanted to talk. I roll a great persuasion check, and the DM still makes me fight the kidnapped NPC anyway, in order to convince him I'm worthy enough. As a side note, the DM seemed to dislike that my character wasn't the fighting type, and had a habit of forcing me to fight, even if he said that there was more than one solution. At this point, I was just done trying to play my rogue, and was willing to do whatever to finish the quest, because I was so frustrated with the game and our DM. We finally finished this section, and it's time to fight the BBEG again. He's in a massive room, and the dude is huge. We roll initiative. BBEG goes first. He attacks with his massive sword, and half the party goes down. They're rolling death saves, and the DM laughs. You guys really went down? I took half damage thanks to the dodge, and I was nearly dead. We were at full health before we went against the BBEG. We suffer through a couple of rounds where we aren't able to do anything. His AC was too high because of the dex bonus, and we're barely surviving his attacks, if you count going down and getting healed as survival. Finally, the DM describes how the kidnapped NPCs ate us, and the DM asks us one by one how we want to attack the BBEG. He describes all of this as if it were an anime or a video game, where all the characters get one hit against the bad guy, before the protagonist gets the final blow. When we finally win, that's the end of the session. I don't think any of us players liked it. I know I told the DM I didn't like it. The DM loved it though. He thought it was the coolest shit. When we start the next session, we get out of the pocket dimension, and the NPC that chased me via teleporting three times is arguing with another plot-driving NPC. This isn't a short argument either. In total, the argument was between 30 to 60 minutes, and the player characters weren't really doing anything. At one point, since one of the players wasn't there that session, the DM took control of her knight and had her get involved in the argument. While the DM has these two NPCs fighting, the elf PC tried to steal something off the corpse of the BBEG, mainly because he was told he couldn't, and he was annoyed that he was told no, even after making rolls that should have said he succeeded. The elf PC was also sick and tired of our DM railroading us, and saying our good rolls just weren't good enough. The DM finally relented when he realized just how annoyed we were all getting. I left this group after that session. I've been asked by the DM if I wanted to come back twice, and I've adamantly said no. Classic DM should be writing a book instead of forcing players to play in his game. Without player agency, there's absolutely no reason to play the game at all. Please let us know what you think and comment below. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel All Things D&D. Our videos are posted every 5 days, so stay tuned for more amazing Dungeons & Dragons content.